welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 227. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a Tudor episode where we try to teach you something new. Third take. Maybe fourth take. Oh, whatever. Um, we were going to do the comparing different countries, but yep. I didn't want to do a half-ass um, result. So we're going to wait on that for a little bit just because it is a lot of information and sources and stuff to sort through a lot of shit and we're trying to figure out what you guys would even give a shit about knowing mm-hmm. um i'm trying to do like uh right now i have like average salaries uh, percentage that own homes a little bit about healthcare stuff um and parental leave mm-hmm. are the main things i have right now um but yeah it's just a lot of stuff so yeah, so instead, what are we going to talk about, Sean? We are going to talk about long-term thinking mm-hmm. and the importance behind it. I love it. Okay. Uh, we kind of thought of this because I'm reading Dopamine Detox um, by, I don't know who. Uh, he has like a detox series and then he also has a mastery series, mastery skills series. Uh, and most of his books you can get on Kindle Unlimited. Which is uh, really awesome. And they're all really short. I think they're like 60 to 100 pages. Mm-hmm. So uh, in there, I, as I was reading along, um, he talks about how a uh, property of, or uh, a factor, uh, how would you describe that? Characteristic. Uh, characteristic, thank you, of a successful person is being able to think long term. Um, and because of that, if you're able to think long term, you're more likely to make good decisions and habits now. Uh, so, like, one of the things I think about is on both of our visions, we have that we want to be in great physical shape. Um, and we're going to work out X amount of times a week. We're going to do X, Y, and Z for physical activities. And thinking about that, like, it does kind of affect how much I train now, how much what I eat now for the most part, like, we are more health conscious because we know long term we still want to be in the same shape. So what they what he said, what he said in his thing was if you're forward thinking, you make better choices. Mm-hmm. So if you think about long term, you're more likely to make better decisions in the now. Mm-hmm. And so what you're saying like on our vision by us saying that we're going to be healthy and do this shit then we are more likely today to do that and dude this is this is so prevalent with everything right Mm -hmm. but like the number one health we are reminded every single day when we go out in the world of what we could look like if we fuck off Mm -hmm. and like this weekend we saw some friends of ours jeff and brian and i'm like you know what if I look like these guys in my 40s and 50s, I'd be all right with that. Oh, my God, yeah. I would be all right with that. There's some good-looking dudes. Dude. And it, the thing is, uh, Brian's been training 20-some years. Mm-hmm. Just been training 30-something years. They take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And they don't just train. They eat well. Yeah. They take care of their bodies. They like... Their their first option isn't Western medicine. It's like, how do I fix this issue without having to like take time off, without you know yeah. anything like that? And we were talking. Brian blew out his bicep. Yeah. 
blew out his bicep. Full, full a, tear. Full tear in a competition. He goes to his chiropractor and he goes, is there anything we can do about this? And the chiropractor just laughs at him and goes, yeah, surgery. And he's like, damn. Um, but it, it like makes sense because when I tore my pec, I went to my chiropractor. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, uh, at time, Dr. Flood, hey, Dr. Flood, I uh, kind of tore this pec. What should I do? But mm-hmm. it talked me through it a little bit. Same shit when I did a partial tear on my hamstring. I called Mason. I said, Mason, you know, I did a partial tear on my hamstring. What should I do? And got everything set up for what I could do. And, you know, in a situation like that, it took me out of the game of going like full effort, mm-hmm. but it didn't take me out, period. Right. I was still able to walk around. I was still able to like work when I did my pack. Like I was still able to do everything. Mm-hmm. I just had to do it lighter and, and, and more cautiously, yeah. right? And uh, even, sorry, do you have more? No, go for it. Even with your back, like it's been really interesting because Sean just has to do these uh, exercises like three times a week and he had Technically, I'm supposed to do it every day, twice a day. Sorry, doctors, if you're ever listening to this. I only do it three times a week. But still. So, Sean uh, has had back problems for, since you said high school? Since I was in the seventh grade. Yeah. And so, how long is your total thing? Did they say it would take? To, to like, be done? Yeah. All right, here's the deal. I have been putting off this back thing forever yeah because i did not look at the future like i wasn't looking long term with my back i would just do shit to like make it through with my back i would like foam roll Mm -hmm. i would do hit the lacrosse ball get a massage every now and again and get chiro adjustments right finally after pulling it for like the fucking second or third month in a row i was like i'm so fucking sick of this Mm -hmm. and so aj's like hey try out these guys Stooky chiropractic. Okay. So I go there, do the thing. It's all fucked up. And um, they're like, if you do these exercises, and theirs is twice a day, every day for whatever. Uh, they said, you know, if I do them that 18 months to 24 months, I'll be like brand new. Damn. And I'm like, Okay, and I, I just thought about it. I'm like, well, I've been dealing with this for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been dealing with this for 16 years, and I'm like, okay, what is two years really? And I thought I was like, I, I knew right away, like when I went there and met him, and we're doing this, and we're going over the exercise and all that shit. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm not actually doing this twice a day every day. But I was like, if I do it three times a week and get my adjustments and shit, I was like even three years like what's three years of the last 16 years i spent for it to be good and they show like the plan trajectory plan you know i start off by getting adjusted two times a week that goes for like six months to nine months then i drop down to once a week and then once i like reach the end of my thing and i'm and i'm good and my my shit's like in the numbers it's supposed to be in then i can drop down to like an adjustment every other week adjustment every three weeks for like maintenance I'm like, okay, that's like where I want to get. And if that takes two to three years, I just spent 16 years with this shit. I had that. So anyways, here's just like a little synopsis of how it's going so far. Mm -hmm. I started this in May or June. June? 
Oh. I started at the end of May. I started this at the end, middle of May, something like that. Um, and it's September now. Since then, I have not pulled my my upper middle back once, and I would. I just came off a streak of doing it three times when I finally went in there. Yeah. Not pulled it once. I also started getting massage like massages on it too because I'm like, if I'm doing Cairo, I'm getting massages. I'm like going all in. I'm, I'm fixing this back, and um. My my middle back's never felt so good in my fucking life. Mm-hmm. I I'm not pulling it anymore. So my stress, the normal stress, you know, you're supposed to the scale's 100. Mm-hmm. So if you're at 100, you're perfect with stress. Mine was the highest score the clinic's ever seen at 624. Um, and after three or so after three months, May June, is that right? Three months. Last yeah. month, three months after three months, I was down to like 328. Then we tested again this week, this past week, and I was at um, I was at 204. And so I mean, I've came down significantly. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know through like training, dieting, all that shit. I know the the big portion is able to trim off fast. Yeah. So I know like we we knocked that shit out fast. We're good. We took away the big bulk of my issues right away, four months. Yeah. Back's not being pulled, anything like that anymore. Um, you haven't really had back pain with long car rides lately either, have you? No, it's been a lot better, and that's because um, not only am I getting my upper middle, like my exercises help me for my upper middle, they're adjusting my hip every twice a week. I get my hip adjusted. Mm-hmm. And even like... Uh, one of the doctors that I've only seen him twice, but I saw him in my first month there, and then I see him now four months later, and he's like, dude, your fucking hip difference in these three months you've been getting adjusted and, like, doing the exercise is, like, so much better. And I was like, oh, that's why I don't have as much pain. Yeah. So, yeah, lower back shit's, like, pretty much gone. But now I just have – I mean, I've got a couple things. Like, I've got some muscle imbalance shit I, I'm working on, and I've been golfing a lot more. So I've got, like, really tight – yeah. portions of like my lower back that i've never dealt with before that's a little weird um but that's just from golfing more and i'm used to golfing and shit so we'll get that all squared away and figure yeah. it out i noticed my lower back doesn't it gets tighter if i don't do back raises they get tighter if you don't yeah 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 yeah. if i don't do them at least once a week yeah i used to have back issues bad and shit when i would sit at a desk and uh, for that time that i was sitting at the desk and stuff i wasn't doing back raises and hypers and hamstring curls and stuff i was mm-hmm. just doing like bar shit yeah and my back went to shit. Very fast. Anyways, um, so back on the thing, I decided that I had enough of this fucking just fixing shit short term. Mm-hmm. Looked long term at it and been doing the shit they tell me to do. Obviously not as frequently, but I'm doing it. i doing it where I know I can be consistent with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like I'm going to do something more. I just know where I'll be consistent and I'm doing that. And we're seeing great progress. Yeah. Um, and I know it's going to slow down. It always tapers down. After the big changes, it always tapers down. You plateau, whatever. But I'm going to just keep on this fucking train mm-hmm. for two more years, three more years, and just get it done. It's going to... Fu- if I've made this much progress, yeah. this will fix it. Yeah. I just need to stay in the train and it'll be fixed and then I'll be fucking... It was very interesting talking to uh, Jeff and Brian because, like, they're also like so in the same like headspace as us of like going to chiropractors before going to like surgeons just because like since all of you do have like so much muscle mass you all know how quickly that goes 
Yeah, so you, fast. you don't ever want to if if you don't have to be out, you don't want to be out. Like if you, yeah. you don't want to be out of lifting that shit. And it's really nice because, like, Sean's able to do everything as normal. Yeah. Anyway, so the whole point of this is because, like, Sean's thinking long-term. So, like, he knew, right, he didn't want to get, like, back surgery or something down the road. Mm-hmm. So, finally, that's why he was like, okay, let's, like, go into the chiropractor, see what I can do um, now before it, like, progresses where you have to get surgery. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it would take five years of chiropractor mm-hmm. to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. So, like, that is part of, like, thinking long-term. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... This thinking long term relates to everything, right? But the mm-hmm. big three, what uh, Brad Bradley talks about all the time, yep. health, relationships, money. Mm-hmm. Thinking long term with that, right? If you're not thinking, we we have on our fucking vision. We got our health on our vision. Mm-hmm. Another thing on that list is family. Family every quarter, no matter what, we got to visit family every quarter. Mm-hmm. Like go up to Ashland, visit your family. Like we got to visit family every quarter. And then uh, money, we have like our, our financial shit on there as well as like our, our careers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, by doing those things, we will be better in the, sh- like in the short term because you know how easy it will be to not go see my grandpa. Mm-hmm. It'd be easy. Yeah. It'd be very easy to just never go see him again. Mm-hmm. I have been liking you go talk to him and. Me just chill. Fine with me. But I've been, I have been making that a priority since I was 18. Mm-hmm. Like, since I was 18, I stopped and see my grandpa. Mm-hmm. It's just what I do, how I do it. When he passes away, that will switch to me going and seeing my grandma every time. Yeah. My grandma just happens to be 63. My grandpa's 84. Yeah. So, I know one of them's fucking most likely kicking the bucket before the other get my time with him then i'll switch over and get my time with grandma mm-hmm. um maybe not the right way to look at it but i also know my time and i know i'm not gonna spend three hours every time i head home just to stop and visit yeah so but anyways that's kind of what i do like that's i just think about long term i've known since i was 18 my grandpa doesn't have long with us some fucking how he's still hanging in yeah. there after goddamn 10 years later yeah but um it's just you know what what I do? Mm-hmm. That's do cool. Yeah. What do you got for long term? What are you thinking? Um, just in general, like having those long term goals and like visions is what's gonna keep pushing you to do anything. Um, I I know for a fact that I want to have a big library with displays with Legos. Well, how am I gonna have a big library? Obviously, we have to have a big house, a bigger house mm-hmm. with an extra bedroom. Where I can fit all these bookshelves. It doesn't even have to be an extra bedroom. It could just be the library. Yeah. I'd love to. Wouldn't that be just so cool to have a room called the library? Anyways. Um, so I know, like, right, Sean and I are going to have to get a more expensive house down the road so we can have our library. Mm-hmm. And so you can work your way backwards of, like, okay, what do I need to do now in order for us to get there? Okay, well, right now we're going to live in this house where we can save money because the mortgage isn't ungodly. And we don't need a whole lot of space, so why get a bigger house right now? Right? Absolutely. We, I mean, we got rid of some of our toys, so then we can buy a sports car that Sean actually likes. That I will keep long term. Right. Um, 
And just, so just like little things like that, like thinking about what you want down the road and what you can do now to get there. So Sean wants a Porsche 911. Well, why do we have two Corvettes? Right. Doesn't make sense. Mm. So that's why we sold them. Right. Um, we know we want to have a family and kids down the road. So uh, motorcycles aren't the safest thing to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hence why we sold it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just like little things like that. It really does, by having especially a well laid out vision, you're able to think about every like decision you make every single day should be helping you go towards those goals. Right. Absolutely. And um, with that, like a big thing, I talked to Brian about this. Mm-hmm. I enjoy construction. Mm-hmm. I think it's really fun. If I didn't think long term, I would be building shouses with Nate. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have went back to college. Back when I was 21... And I, was, I took a semester off and was just working with Nate. Um, you know, him and I discussed me staying on, being foreman, all that stuff. And But at that time, I was thinking about, like, my goal, my goal then. This was before group homes and everything. My goal long-term then was to own an accounting business with uh, and, and flip houses. That was, like, my long-term goal was, like, flipping houses and then owning like an accounting firm because um, I really liked accounting. Ended up getting put into group home shit, entrepreneurship route, and I threw out the accounting shit so I could just get out of college and, and focus on business. Um, kind of wish I would have stuck around at accounting, but fuck it. That would have just put me in the, that would have just put me in the grind of doing accounting. Yeah. You know, so I would have just worked with a firm and it would have been stupid. Probably, most likely. Maybe not. Probably not. Because, yeah, I thought long-term. Like, when I was working construction, I wasn't thinking about just, like, being a foreman and doing that and, like, being great at that. I was, like, working construction thinking, like, oh, this is a stepping stone to flipping houses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And which now I'm doing. Um, And, like, when I started the group homes, I very much thought, like, this is, like, the start of my entrepreneur journey. Like, this is going to be my kickoff to like getting income, learning business, da, da, all that stuff, which did. So I guess the skill set, the characteristic of thinking long-term has allowed me to do these things. Otherwise, like if I just did what I enjoy doing, like if I just did what I enjoy doing, I would just be building houses. Yeah. Because I think it's fun. Yeah. Like I just really enjoy doing that work and I like construction, stuff like that. But because I think long term, I don't do things out of enjoyment. I do things out of like best version of myself mm-hmm. and like and progress. Like what's worth your time too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, cause when I look at it, I can make X amount by myself or I can give five, 10, 15, 20, whatever, people a job and I can make X amount off of each one of them. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, what's more beneficial to society? If I'm able to think long-term and the five guys working with me don't have that skill set to the level I do, 
then I get to supply them, you know, with jobs Mm -hmm. or like with careers. Um, And they don't have to do stuff they're not good at. Where like, otherwise I would almost be selfishly just going through life. Yeah. Not doing what I can do. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, it's just so... It's a different way to think, and you kind of have to train yourself to think about that. Um, Sean, I think, has just been naturally thinking about that forever. Um, I've thought about the future my whole life. Yeah. I've thought about, like, big goals and dreams of, like, having a library and stuff like that. But I've never, not until, like, the past couple of years have I, like, when I make a decision, I'm just like, okay, how is this going to affect me in the future? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's just a neat way, like... It's kind of like an exercise almost that you have to do every day. You got to practice that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And then once you do it long enough, obviously, like some things are going to be like habits or uh, just ideals that like, you know, you just know, yeah. like, okay, I know this is going to get me there. I know this is going to do this. Um, we just we talked about the recently like about being on our phones and distractions and dopamine and stuff like that and um i'm now unsubscribing from like all websites off my email because mm-hmm. i might have spent more money than i should have on some sam stuff. likes buying shit um so now like because i know we need to save our money for my future library so i started unsubscribing from these emails because i can't i there's no point for me to spend this money right now it's just not worth it. And a lot of it's just, I mean, frivolous stuff. So. Yep. And down the road, I can just probably buy it off of eBay from someone for the same price or more or less. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so with that, like you're talking finance-wise. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Finance-wise with like thinking long-term mm-hmm. retirement. Yeah. That, I was going to bring up that point, and I forgot it. Dude, the, you have, if you aren't looking that far forward, oh, man, that's tough. Because I would have sold all of our properties by now if I didn't look f- forward. Um, but... You have to look at what the future holds. Mm -hmm. And if you, part of looking at what the future holds in the now, it will make you look at the past. So when I'm thinking in the future, I'm like, okay, well, what has the past done that would make me think the future is going to be similar or different? So you look at, you know, what the, what the returns have been in the stock market, look at inflation, Mm -hmm. look at how much money you used to need to retire and how much money you need now to retire, then you got to think of like extrapolating that over the next 30 years because if they've done this much damage in the last 30 years, you can expect that to continue to happen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, before when they said, you know, you need, what is it? I think you need 12 times, 12 to 15 times your salary. No, I think it's 15 times. You need 15 times your yearly salary in your savings account by the time you hit 65. Mm -hmm. 
So you make a hundred grand a year, you need 1.5 mil. Man, I think it's more than that, but whatever. It definitely, it certainly is more than that now. Yeah. And, um, and so looking like by looking into the future, you can start making better decisions now on how to set yourself up for that. Yeah. Then you can even do shit and start setting yourself up so that you don't have to retire at 65. You can retire at 55. Mm -hmm. You can retire at 45, you know? And it's that skill. Dude, look at the people you know that are 65. The ones that don't take care of themselves, they don't got a lot of life left. Right. The ones that do take care of themselves, they got 20 years left. But it ain't the best 20 years. Mm -hmm. So do you really want to put off all your shit, your hunting trips, your vacations, your enjoyment in life? For when you retire or do you want to like look towards the future think how you can fucking maybe bust ass and set yourself up for 10 years 15 years to then start like doing those draws mm -hmm. start doing those draws taking those those vacations doing those things and then figuring out maybe like maybe it's not even retiring maybe you're just trying to figure out how you're not having to pinch pennies and work 45 40 50 hours a week until you're 65 maybe you're trying to figure out how you can work 25 hours a week for from 40 on mm -hmm. and and be able to enjoy your life right yeah. but by us looking at that right now we can for sure make that happen yeah by decisions we make today we could easily 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 do that if we wanted to yeah well it was interesting because one of the guys that we were talking to in ashland he's 42 four 44 and he has almost 50 units. Yep. And he said, what, like more than half of them are fully paid off? Yeah, because the craziest thing, if he started he started a little bit younger than me, mm -hmm. and you get 20-year mortgages on most of your commercial stuff, well, if he's held them for 20 years... Yeah, they're going to be paid off. They're, a lot of them are paid off or close to being paid off. And I'm like, holy shit, good point. The stuff we got. Mm-hmm. We got, I don't know, 15 properties or something. Those 15 properties, in 25 years, they're all paid off. Yeah. You know? And if we look at, like, what our income would be, we in, literally, in 25 years, we don't have to work. Mm -hmm. We would not have to work, and we don't have to get any more properties. We don't have to do anything else. With what we have right now, yeah. we could just retire at, at what's that, four, 52 years old. Yeah. That's it. Done. Mm -hmm. Over. But I've been thinking. I've been manifesting this shit since I was fucking eighteen years old. Yeah. Most people ain't doing it even today. They're not even. They're not spending any time doing it. I'm spending hours. I'm spending ten plus hours a week. Yeah, you are. Easy. Yeah, you are. Easy. And am I? Am I like crushing everyone? Absolutely not. There's so many people just destroying my ass. Way bigger. Way better way smarter etc but i also kind of think about what i like and um like by following my vision maybe it's not the right way to do it but i kind of like the small business thing more in the big corporation than building building like corporate big stuff yeah i don't know maybe that's going to change as i age it probably will mm -hmm. as i age but 
I don't know, because I, I, I listen to guys that do that and scale big, and I'm just like, man, that doesn't even like... Sound appealing? Not really. I don't know. It's just not something like I'm very intrigued in doing. I like the I like the aspect of like... Um, we've talked about so many times on here, like small businesses really providing like that experience and shit. Yeah. Camaraderie. Yeah. Like the environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just... I know you can get it at scale. I know you can get it at scale. I guess I just don't know how. It's just not, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But there's there's something to it. That's just, that's that hasn't entered my brain yet. I, I'll, I'll keep thinking on that to mm-hmm. figure out how to make that work. Sorry for just going on no. my brain. I just go on my brain. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we do. Sorry how it goes. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, thinking long term is going to help you. Stay motivated to keep pursuing what you want to pursue. And, I mean, making better choices today. When we're talking to this, that's what you just said is perfect. It doesn't keep you motivated. It keeps you disciplined. Mm-hmm. When we were at the event, Rob's event with Kyle, me, yeah. Kyle in Vegas. Yeah. And we were talking to George Bryant, and Kyle's like, I just, I guess, how do you just stay motivated every day? And they all kind of chuckled. You know, they all kind of chuckled. They're like, you fuck, you don't? Yeah, they're just like, what do you mean by motivation? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, that's what George was breaking down. He's like, we can break down motivation in a bunch of different ways, depending on, like, how you describe motivation. But he was like, what most people think of motivation is discipline. Mm-hmm. How do you stay Discipline. Yeah, because he's like, you are not going to be happy to wake up every day. You're not going to be excited. Uh, uh, one of Andy Graham's the other day. Um, the motivation is uh, the title of it. If you guys have not, um, you should go on to Andy's website. I think it's just andyforsella.com and sign up for Andy Graham's. They're like little tiny blog posts that are kind of like motivational, inspirational. I really... I. I think about just gone for two Here weeks. Here we go. Motivation is temporary. Anytime we set out to do something new or are presented with a new opportunity, whether it's a lifestyle change, new career path, relationship, or anything else, it's exciting. In the beginning, this excitement makes it easy to stay disciplined and operate with urgency. But what do most people do when that initial excitement and motivation starts to fall off? They compromise. They lose urgency. They let their foot off the gas. They slip on the details. They check out. Then they decide it's not working out and move on to the next new and exciting thing. This is why most people lose. In order to avoid this trap, you must maintain a high level of urgency and execution far past the point that your daily tasks become boring and monotonous for you. This is something all winners understand very well. I call it mastering the mundane. If you want to win long term, you need to develop this skill. Excitement and motivation are temporary, and once they're gone, discipline is the only thing that remains. If you can't execute at a high level, even when you're bored or frustrated or tired, you can't win. It's that simple. Um, yeah, Andy Grams, do a... Uh, Go yeah, andyforsell.com, mm-hmm. sign up for his uh, email list, and um, he sends you emails every single day like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love that. Like, that really goes to show if you have long-term, if you think long-term, it helps you stay disciplined, not motivated. Dude, Andy talks about that all the time on his 
podcast. He's got a mission. He's got a vision. He could sell out, be a multi, sell from billions, chill out, fucking hang on a yacht, do whatever he wants. But he's like, no, fuck all that. I got a mission mm-hmm. and I'm here every single day. Mm-hmm. And there's there's something to say about that. Yeah, there right? is. It's, he's thinking... He's thinking very long term. Otherwise, he'd have copped out and he would have fucking, you know, whatever. Dude, this is actually like me selling the group homes. Mm-hmm. I knew long term Ryan and I didn't want to go to the same place. Yeah. So instead of just hanging on, riding it out for the as long as I can and just trying to like milk my portion and like fucking ruin a relationship and shit, I like looked long term and I was like, but we ain't going to the same fucking destination. Mm-hmm. One of us got to buy each other out. Yeah. You know, it's just. How would that have to be? Right. Otherwise, what are we going to do? Prolong it a few years, start making the business shitty, relationship shit, or just fucking, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. long-term shit. Yeah. It's it's such an important thing to do. Uh, I know on here we've talked about vision before. Um, and Okay, sorry. You could just go ahead and Google, like, how to write a vision, um, and you'll find tons of resources. But I I think everyone should do it. doesn't matter if you own your own business. doesn't matter if you are stuck in your career path. I think it really helps, like, open your mind um, to new possibilities or just, like, who you are as a person, kind of. Yeah. And I'm so, I kind of start to not like always talking about vision, you know? It always comes back to vision. I know, but people get rubbed wrong when you talk about vision and shit sometimes. Just think about why the fuck you're on this earth. Mm-hmm. That's simple. Like, forget the fancy word of vision. What What is your purpose? Like, what the fuck are you doing on this earth? Mm-hmm. Are you even, like, worth anything to society? Mm-hmm. Or are you just drawling along useless as shit? And maybe that's your purpose is to, like, be motivation to everyone else around you to not be like you. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, Sean's what like are you saying, doing? Sean's, like, saying, like, homeless people, by the way. If you yeah. were, like, an accountant and you just, like, love the firm you're working for, you don't want to move up, like, we always need those type of people. That's, yes, thank you. That's absolutely not what I'm talking about. That's a career. Enjoy your shit. I'm talking about the motherfuckers mooching off the system, not doing shit, fucking... Stinking up my goddamn streets. Yeah. I'm talking about that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, not pe- Dude, every society needs, needs, needs the worker bee. Mm-hmm. Needs the people that do the career that, you know, the accountants of the world, the blue collars of the world, everything like that. Mm-hmm. You need that. But That's doing your not vision, what I'm talking about. Yeah. By doing your vision, you can, like, figure out, like, what you want, like, your hobbies to be or, like, um, if your favorite thing is to like read and like what your goals are with reading or like whatever um i'll even go like another like layer onto that Mm. how you show up for your family yeah and so i guess yeah the thing with the vision is it it takes every aspect of your life and you put on a piece of paper and you can look at that and that's your fucking that's where you're heading that's your long-term thing if you're not able even if you are able to think long-term but like how do you show up for your family? Mm-hmm. How do you show up for your friends? You know, like, and and by doing that, it makes you think about spending too much time on your phone. Like, we do that shit all the time. Like, we'll be fucking in the kitchen on our phones, 
and we'll be like, we only get five more years with Mimi through our phones, go for a, a W. Mm-hmm. But it's because we like, we've done that. We've thought about that. We know that it's muscle memory now. Like mm-hmm. we're on these things for too long. We're like, fuck this dude. We've got life. We got to show up for like our shit. Yeah. For our dog. For yeah. Our sh- family. Right. So, yeah, we've made, um, I mean, we've made life choices because of Mimi. Like, we got this house. 100%. So Mimi could have a big yard. 100%. Because we're like, she only has six, minimum of six years left. Let's make sure she enjoys it. Mm-hmm. So we got a big yard. Mm-hmm. That's simple. Yeah. So it's like those doing things, like, that was a big thing that we wanted to, like, if we have an animal... We want that animal to be family and we want to treat it really well. We're not just going to have an animal to have an animal. Yeah. So, like, we made sure to, like, look for land, We got which we got an acre in town. So, we made sure to look for land. We were saving money. Mm-hmm. We're looking for an opportunity to be able to do that. And it took us five years. It took us four years. What did it take? Four, four years? Four years. Four years. It took us four years to make that happen. Yeah. But that was, like, on the forefront. We're like, this is something we want to happen. And, like, we made sure, like, the yard's fenced in, and now we have a sliding patio door. So, yep. like, during the summertime, we can just open it, and Mimi can just go in and out all mm-hmm. day long. Um, With our office that we got, we're going to do the exact same thing. Yep. It's going to be quite a bit smaller yard. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to do the same thing, patio door in the back, mm. fenced in. But we've kind of, like, even, like not changed our careers a little bit but i've kind of designed our careers so like mimi can come along right so like when i worked at the group homes like mimi came with me to work at the group home and once i switched mm-hmm. to the office mimi came with me every single day sean worked at a machine shop mm-hmm. mimi went with him every single day to work um right now is probably the longest since she's gone of yeah. staying at home um she normally just sleeps all day anyway so it's not like it's that big of a deal big but, old bum yeah she is um but yeah our next step is like we got an office building so we're gonna fence in the yard put in a probably a sliding patio door again or some kind of mm-hmm. door with the screen and then mimi can go to work with us again mm-hmm. yep just small shit mm-hmm. it's just things though that like you have to think about or it'll never happen yeah and if i didn't think long term and i didn't do that shit i would be working construction I would have never met you. Mm-hmm. I'd never went back to school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But because I thought long-term, this is the life I have. Because I didn't think long-term is why I met you. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's not a good example for people. No, but I mean, like, uh, I had a, an idea of what I wanted to do after college. So I went got my uh, degree in microbiology. And I just assumed I could go work in a lab afterwards. Um, you can't. No. No. Um, turns out I, especially a medical lab, you have to go and get a two-year degree. Uh, phlebotomy, I think it is. Yep. Um, so I couldn't go work in any med lab. Um, I had, because, like, a four-year degree only gets you so far. So, like, all these labs, like, they wanted, like, work experience or something, and I worked at a different like a regular job to pay for college my entire time Mm -hmm. so i couldn't do any internships really um i did do one research project um so like i couldn't get into any position and then also if i wanted to work in a lab like higher up i had to go get like my master or my doctorate 
well, didn't have good enough grades to go do that. Right. Yeah. So, so if I would have thought more like long term, very early on, I would have switched majors. I wouldn't have gotten them. The best person I know that thought long term, mm-hmm. Eva. Yeah. When she decided she wanted to do accounting and finance, she got a job at RCU. Yep. And then went from RCU, applied for an internship. I think it was an internship or just an accounting position with Nestle. When did that? And then took another accounting position. Yeah, she took like another two accounting positions, whatever. But like while she got her degree. Mm-hmm. And uh, then like during the, like the whole time, I think she started when she was at Nestle, started doing taxes for people. And then like worked her way into having her own little firm. Mm-hmm. And you also have to think about that if you want to get your CPA. Right, Because yeah. you have to take like a master, a couple master courses, I believe. So I think you have to double major. You have yes. to double major. And so, yeah, she was thinking long-term. So she double major, mm. accounting finance. So she get her CPA, spent the time afterwards studying, doing all that. So she could take the test, path test, get her CPA. Yeah. Because she was like. Wanted to be a CPA. Wanted to be a CPA. Wanted to have her own firm, shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's thinking long-term. Yeah. From like day one. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. That's mm. really good. Yeah, it is. Well, cool. Um yeah, I, I just, you don't even, it, just make some long-term goals and don't make them easy ones because if you shoot for the moon, you're going to land maybe in between. Them. Amongst the stars. Yeah, shoot for the stars. And End land up on the at the moon. moon. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, Because um, you want to make sure your goals are bigger and better because, sadly, you probably won't make it that far. Right. But if you make them super big and outrageous, you're going to get a lot further than if you didn't. Right. Like if my goal was to just have 2018 Forerunner, like that's such an easy obtainable goal. But if my goal is to have a Porsche 911. No, still not shit. No. Do something else. A Lotus. No, still literally nothing. Something else. I don't know. What's our a jet? Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So if I want to get a jet and I end up with a Lotus, no, I'm pretty fucking happy. No, no, no. The Lotuses Lotus, are cool. You can buy them so easy. We will buy one tomorrow. No, no, it doesn't even count. You aim for a fucking jet and then you might end up with a sick ass helicopter. Okay. Or a nice airplane. A little two seater? Nah, dude. Like a nice six seater airplane. Mm-hmm. You know, you can pick them up for like 600 grand. You know, yeah. Or you shoot for a jet, and you end up just flying private and chartering everything. Yeah. As we found out, chartering is not that expensive. Yeah, surprisingly. Like I don't know what the fuck. I think it's like twenty five hundred bucks an hour yeah. or something. So like. Did you know there's know. a lot of people? Sorry, random. Um, there's like a website, um, that people like to travel with their dogs. Yeah. And they book like private jets. Yeah. And like, so you can buy a couple of seats for. You, yourself, and your dog for just sitting in the jet. Yeah. Well, like, people don't, people are also aren't thinking about it. Like, you know, you charter a, you charter a jet to Mexico. You know, you got a four-hour flight. Mm-hmm. Charter a jet to Mexico, four-hour flight. You got ten people. It's a thousand bucks a person there, a thousand bucks a person back. You fly in first fucking class, dude. People mm-hmm. aren't thinking about that, dude. You, have, you don't waste your time going through security either. No. Because you have to go through the, like, private terminal. Yeah. So... You can show up you, half hour before. Yep. 
hop on, drinking champagne, hanging out, drinking food, chilling, whatever. Bring your dog if you want. And a, th- a thousand bucks each way for a person mm-hmm. to be like extra first class. Yeah. People, you know, you know, just people ain't think like that. Mm. That's not, but so yeah, you you shoot for the fucking jet and you end up just chartering everything. Eh. Oh well. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. That's what I got. Make some goals. Do some great things. Do great things. We cool. all need to do great things. All right, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. See ya.